I bet I don't fall in love. Yeah, I also bet that we don't fall in love. At I the bet end of this we podcast. don't. If yeah. we do, though, how romantic! <laughs> wow, you look ready. Me? Are you ready? I'm ready. You look ready. You look thanks. Happy. Here I'm we wearing go. a dress. Do you want me to break the fourth wall? I'm wearing pants. Don't. Sh <laughs> Under my dress. Audio listeners, she flashed them. My vagina. What? No, not in the. It's too early. Uh, my. I self-censored. <laughs> nice. Huge. Very helpful. Sorry, editor. Welcome, welcome to Wine About It. Maya's welcome wearing her funeral it. dress. Yeah, I only ever wear this dress to funerals. What's your favorite funeral you've attended in that dress? Probably the first one I ever attended in this dress was my great uncle's because I didn't know him very well. So it wasn't really sad and like painful. Dude, my cousin had a potato bar at his funeral. It was sick. It was oh, so no. good. That's actually sick. Yeah, I love. You know potato what I bars. want at my wedding? Potato bar, a butter bar. Oh, I want, like really good. She's on TikTok, bread. everybody. I've I don't think I've ever seen that on TikTok. Oh really? No, I don't think so. I think I made that up. Don't worry, you didn't make that up. Okay, well I made it up because I've never seen it before. I okay, well I can make it happen. Congrats, compound butters. I want olive yeah. oils, vinegars, nice breads. No, only butter. Just but okay, fine. I want really nice sourdough bread, only one just sourdough, that's it, and then a ton of different butters. Yeah, but what about your gluten-free grandma? She doesn't get any. That's really f***ed up. <laughs> it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done this week? Um, cried. <laughs> a lot. That's so cool. About what? Yeah. Um, everything. Why? I stubbed my toe. I cried. I hit my head in in my loft. I cried. I got stuck in traffic for 40 minutes because the freeway flooded. Cried. I oh tripped my and my foot went in mud and I cried. Do you need to take a pregnancy test live on Wine About It? No, it's not pregnancy. It's I'm overwhelmed. Why? April is hard for me. I have so much going on this month and I'm tired and it's making me sad and I'm stressed. Oh, well, good news is you're off for the weekend. I have a huge fundraiser tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's the art fundraiser. Yay, art auction. Um, yeah, no, I don't have that off. Um, well. Yeah, I'm just so tired. And it's, it's at the point where any little, any little inconvenience makes me cry. I pinched Wine my finger in a dog it. collar, cried. Oh my god. Yeah, I've cried five times in the past two days. At least you're in your body. That's exciting for you. Congratulations. Crying is good to make you in your body. It's very grounding to cry. It's very grounding. Yeah. I went to a psychiatrist today. Yeah, how'd it go? <sighs> she said, do you want to chronological all your traumas to me? And I said, we only have an hour. <laughs> That's a big task. I would hate if someone asked me that. I don't know. It how was a big task and I missed quite a few and then I had to circle back and she was like, How did you forget that one? And I was like, <laughs> 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 Uh but it, I've been to therapists, obviously. You know, gotta got my punch card. Um, but this is my first time going to a psychiatrist because my therapist thinks I need medication. And <laughs> I have a medication <laughs> complex. 
so it's a little She's rough. scared. I'm scared. I got tea though. Yum. Nice. Um, yeah, cutie's scared to take her vitamins. Yeah. Um, which I was good at for approximately two months, and then I got bad at. Was good at, and then I stopped reminding her because she stopped taking them. But now we have a new system, and it's worked for two days so far. Huge. Two days. Two day alert. Basically, cutie. Text me if she has taken her vitamins, and if she has not texted me by the end of the day, I call her, and she's not allowed to get off the phone until she takes them. Yeah, and so since I don't want to inconvenience someone to that extent, I hope that'll give me pressure to take them. Yep, two days is work so far. I've yet to have to call her. And, well, okay, so having the fifth therapist in a row tell me that I desperately need meds and they don't see me ever getting better without meds... Um, <laughs> Gave me a bit of a uh, slap in the face, and so I have a whole program that I'm adhering to so far. I wake up at 10 a.m., I take my dog for a walk, I come back, I listen to 15 minutes of affirmations, I roll my eyes 15 minutes worth, but they work for some people, eventually it'll work, for sure. Um, I have a workbook that I have to work on every day, I usually do that in the morning or at night. And then I have, I do yoga before bed and I journal before bed. That's a lot. I know, but that's my option if I don't want to take meds. That's showbiz, baby. Meds are... Meds are good for some people. I would like to make that very clear. Especially if you don't have a phobia of them. And meds are good for, meds along, don't not meds on their own like no that's useless easy to just go get xanax and then not do therapy at the same time because america is messed up but yeah taking meds alongside um talk therapy is it just like it's supposed to just speed up talk therapy like it just it helps you while you're healing but you have to do the healing work psychologically for it to all work there's actually oh your butterfly fell there are no butterflies today Continue, not sorry. putting them up if it, if i will cry if it falls again i'm serious <laughs> oh no oh no i've i've taken meds once in my life i was on lexapro which is an antidepressant and um unfortunately it was the absolute worst for me this would not happen to everybody don't be afraid of meds but it made me suicidal which is ironic um and that's where i went to my grippy socks phase so then grippy they cold socks. turkeyed me off those meds um, and that was the last time I've had psychiatric meds, <clears throat> but I've also known a lot of people that have taken them and they've been really great. So, yeah, I, I, I got actually some positive, a positive message was on our last episode. Someone commented about how they've had, uh, they've been diagnosed with the same PTSD I have and how they've been disassociated for two years. And finally yeah. at that, um, they, um, they went through the motions of doing the grounding techniques and how they felt like they weren't working and then like you know six months later they finally felt like oh they are working so that gave me some optimism because i do all the grounding techniques and i'm like okay sure seven red things oh sure the couch feels like this sure i Mm -hmm. feel my hand on the floor like you know like i do them all and i'm just like oh my gosh it's not working but that was a nice comment i do uh, i did essentially psychiatrist is who prescribes meds um, which the first time I got meds, unfortunately, I didn't know any better. I got them from a general. I got them from my primary care doctor, which you shouldn't do. And I didn't know that until my therapist said, would you go to the dentist because you had foot pain? And I was like, 
no and then she's like then why the okay, heck that's so lame that that falls on you though if they're gonna prescribe i know it's a doctor like you're right they shouldn't do that then yeah i agree that's they dumb. should be like go to a psychiatrist yeah yeah but anyway so i went she did a whole evaluation with me for the first time in my life she said you might have add and i was like that's weird because i've always talked about having add and she said i might that's interesting also what's interesting is we know i have body dysmorphia but i didn't know that body dysmorphia is also a type of ocd i didn't know that either which I, that makes, makes sense. sense yeah it makes sense i was like oh she's like and she she just said my ocd is pretty intense and blah 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 and things like that and which it was a good session because i have a fear of prescribed medication and i did a lot of research last night on vitamins that vitamins and supplements that are supposed to be uh that people use for antidepressants uh like sam e 5htp magnesium glycerine um and so i went into my appointment with her and i asked her about these options and it was really cool because she was like magnesium sure if you feel most comfortable starting that start with that don't do sam e or 5htp do uh this thing called i already forgot the name i wrote it down um but yeah, it was super helpful. And I was like, why? I've heard so many good things about the other ones. She was like, this one is the same and it just has more research. And it's like, okay. So it was kind of cool because she wants me to try those first. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know when I'll try them. Someone with a phobia, you know, you could talking about it is so much easier than actually executing it. But mm -hmm. I talked about it. So good job, me. Boop. That's big. my nose. Um, but I think I'm going to start with the magnesium because that one feels the safest for me. And then yeah, I'll try the ones that everywhere. she tried. Yeah, like everywhere. And there's like a bunch of different types of magnesium. And I, so, so we'll try, I'll try that. Um, I don't know when I'll try that, but I'll try that, I think. So. Okay. Yeah. So. so he's going to be on medication. Well, this I... is vitamins. Magnesium. There you go. And when I, once April's done, May 1st, I'm going to be fine. I'll be good to go. Clean slate. What else do you have so in then April? I'll stop crying. I just ha I have nerve center and I have the art auction and I did that trip for whale and dolphin conservation. And yeah, and you hate whales. You always talk about how much you hate them. I've never said that. It's like so annoying to go see those whales. No, <laughs> they're so um, ugly. And then I don't know, just a bunch of extra streams and wine about it and just a bunch. It's just April feels insane. Wine about it. Duh whine about it it's mostly nerve center though that's that's like the big new thing for me um, yeah but it's fine it's fine may's gonna be fine and i'm gonna stop crying it feels good to nap after you cry i well actually i did do that yesterday um i i feel really bad for my boyfriend <laughs> why right now <laughs> because like because i'll just cry like yesterday, I went. To, I went to. I went to his place yesterday because he took me to the DMV this morning because I've tried to renew my freaking driver's license four times at the yeah. DMV, right? And I have yet to be able to do it because I just like don't have the right papers and they ask for different things every time. And so I have cried every time I haven't gotten it because I'm so frustrated because it blows three hours of my day. I can't yeah. afford to do that five times. Like I can't. And so it stresses me out. And so finally today, my boyfriend got all of my paperwork together and took me to the DMV this morning. So sad. Like took me to the DMV, walked me in there like his child, like I was getting my learner's permit. 
yeah. and handed them all the paperwork that I needed. Like, he did the whole checklist, whatever. Oh, my whatever. gosh. He is the best. He's the best. I love him. Um, but when I got there last night, I got stuck in traffic on the way there. And so when I got to his apartment, I was crying because I was tired and I didn't get there until 1030. And I was like, this sucks. And it's raining. And I was stuck in traffic forever. And I need to shower. And now I'm stressed about this appointment tomorrow. And I just want to go to sleep. And so I just got to his apartment and I cried and then fell asleep. And then he took me there this morning. But I did get my driver's license. So. That's romantic. Congratulations on your driver's license. Huge. Thank you. Thank you. I'm really excited. It's a big deal. Coots, uh, Coots had an appointment with the vet because she needs to so get my dogs. spayed. Oh, really? Why? Just annual. Oh. Um, it was a nightmare. Why? They sent Maverick home. Why? With a bad report card. Oh, no. Little baby. <laughs> they gave me two anxiety meds and they tried to muzzle him and put a cone on him and um whatever and they couldn't control him because he's too strong and he was just trying to bite oh, all of them my i just hear him screaming in the back he's all over himself he's like so scared and like so he hates them all oh. and they were like they gave me anxiety meds they're like we couldn't do anything for him today but give him these meds and come back another time we'll try again uh, okay i don't bella and maverick were raised the exact same way they both did puppy school school they both did all the socialization as babies like they went to restaurants with me when they were puppies they've met a bunch of dogs they've met a bunch of people maverick is just like a different breed literally it's that probably is so problem. funny it was a, a nightmare anyway coots. well coots i so i put so i get really worked up over the animals like swift has to get his ultrasound done uh not this coming week but the <sighs> yeah. next week Swift yeah. has to get an ultrasound done every six months because he has a tumor in his tum-tum and we got to check on it, make sure it doesn't get bigger. And uh, Durs has to go to a cardiologist because our normal vet said that uh, he thinks that Durs has a heart murmur. So I'm like, great. So I get like really worked up about these things because I, I love these babies. And so I asked Ludwig, I said, hey, will you take care of Coots getting spayed? Because I know it's going to... I'd rather just like not know. And mm -hmm. all of a sudden he brings her home and like she spayed she spayed exactly mm -hmm. um it doesn't work like that we we should know so ludwig sets out an appointment to get her blood work done and of course like i'm all the contact with the vet so i i get the text the day before i get the yeah. confirmation blah blah, blah. <laughs> like okay you know he tried um and then uh and then coots i guess she's never done this before she's gotten her blood drawn at like at least at this point three times he takes her in there to get her blood drawn and she freaks the fuck out they can't get her blood drawn they have to sedate her why are they like this i don't know so they give her mild sedation just to get her blood drawn Jeez. so it's like this whole thing traumatic experience for the little baby she comes home she's high as hell oh that's right okay yeah she's like clips. splish splashing in the water she's just like yelling like it's crazy <laughs> finally she comes to she's like normal and then um and then from there she starts like howling and i'm like oh no and then and then like last night she's doing the thing when a cat's in heat where they're like scooting their butt kind of mm -hmm. like doing like the heat walk and Lud's like why is she so meowy why is she so needy and i was like she's in heat which means we yeah. can't spade her after all that work oh. to get her blood work done we can't spade her oh no <laughs> you have to wait at least like uh three weeks or so and so if we go past four weeks we'd have to get blood work done again no so yeah so so she's in heat um and 
hopefully we'll be able to get her spayed in about three weeks but yeah but it's like totally the opposite of him getting it done and me not knowing because now i have three weeks to like know about it yeah Jeez, that sucks yeah i want to we need to drink our wine right our wine Da, 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 this da, looks da, like the type of wine that I'd like steal from a golf club. Like a hot, a hot boy golf man has this, but like a like a boy, as in like over eighteen, not like a adolescent. Like I, we're both, we're both. I meant twenty one. We're both twenty one. We're at the golf club, and he thinks I'm cute, and so I start hanging out with him and his friends, and and we're and then he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> And this is the wine we drink you together. You want to have a fun story about this wine? Yeah. We have a few stockpiled wines for these episodes. And so Cutie will call me and be like, which wine? And then I'll like send a picture of which one. I picked this one because it's a twist off. And the other one was a corkscrew. And I was scared that I wouldn't be able to do the corkscrew. And if I couldn't get it out or the cork You'd got stuck, I would cry. Damn. So I did a twist off to make it easy for us. Well, it's a Whitehaven Marlboro, and it's giving me frat boy. It's giving me boat shoes. It's giving me white polo. Sauvignon Blanc. What do you mean a cigarette? Where's a cigarette? Marlboro. Oh, Marlboro. This is our cigarette wine. Um, For two years, Greg and Sue White sailed this Pacific Ocean in search of a new course. (laughs) What? What? wine okay in marlboro new zealand they found a place so beautiful and unspoiled that they sold their boat and set set down roots and established whitehaven wine company okay that's insane that's a the, great story the privilege though yeah true. whitehaven selects only you didn't sell your fucking boat and buy a vineyard that's just not how it worked you it's had other July. money carlo rossi isn't a real person that's yeah. sangria he doesn't exist he yeah but did. greg and sue white sailed the pacific ocean Whitehaven selects only the finest quality grapes from the stony soils of the Wairu and Our Terre Rivers. I'm so happy you had to read that. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc that embodies the quintessential Marlboro style. Enjoy aromas of tropical fruit and fresh cut grass. I love fresh cut grass with my wine. <laughs> with a rich, elegant palate and a crisp, well balanced finish. This Ooh. I don't want to drink fresh cut grass. I do. It's going to remind me of my dad. He would be so proud of me for drinking this wine right now. Dude, my dad's so funny. So my dad's reading this book about... Uh, I can't open it. Uh, my dad's reading this book called, like, Game Changers or something. And it's about, like... I don't really know what it's about. It's about, like, how to eat healthy and be healthy and supplements and stuff like that. Which is so random for my dad to be reading. And I talked to him yesterday about, like, my depressive state and how I've just, like, hit a new low as of, like, yesterday. Uh, Two days ago, I had a pretty gnarly panic attack, and then I was just, like, disassociated the whole day, and I was so demoralized, and it was a rough day. Anyway, and so I called my dad. I was talking to my dad. And he's like, oh, you gotta, you gotta read this book, Game Changers. They talk about these supplements that give CEOs clear minds. And I'm like, okay. I get this text. I get this text this morning. Because he was like, he's like, listen to the book, listen to the book. And I was like, okay. He goes, I just listened to chapter three of the book, exactly what you were talking about. You will need to go to Peru. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure it's like ayahuasca or something. (laughs) That's funny. 
Dots, I don't Dots have interesting ways of showing their love. Go to Peru, dad. <laughs> <laughs> my dad shows his love. My dad emails me. He doesn't text me. He emails me and it's always formal. It's all very formal with my parents. Um, more so my dad. And he emailed me yesterday. He was, he was looking at some financial thing. And um, he wanted to look at this financial document of mine. And then he requested it. And I was like, oh, it's in, like, I'll send it to you later. I have to grab it. And he was like, I got it. It was in your PP. What's a <laughs> PayPal? Oh. And he put a smiley face. But he has the keyboard where you can do a smiley face. It's like in a circle. Yeah. I'm doing a wine. <laughs> Alright, do the wine pour. Oh, that one sucked. I'm redoing it. That sucked. Here we go. My wine glass is actually dirty, but I'm drinking out of it anyway. It's always dirty. This is risky. Oh, this wine doesn't pour very well. That's a crazy thing you're doing right now. It's, audio listeners, it's balanced on a pillow. No hands. And my big boobs. <laughs> audio listeners, you're missing out. <laughs> audio listeners, the they're huge. Is held up with her big boobs. My break, actually, this whole break from streaming, I just got a massive boob job. I'm healing. Thank you. Thank you. Whatever makes you happy, queen. Thank you, thank you. I paid for it with my tier 3 subscribers money. Sick. That's all they've ever wanted. I can't wait for Dexterito to take that quote and make a real true article. Did you say, not that it matters, but did you say Dexterito? Yeah. It's Dexterito. Fuck him. Dexterito. Yep, <laughs> Dexterito. Right, cheers. Time for wait, some fresh cut leaking? grass. Mm, yummy. <laughs> Oh. Oh, that- Oh my god! It's so sour. Oh my god! It reminds me of my dates with that hot golf- oh, Here we go. 21-year-old. <laughs> Dude, it reminds me of the taste in your mouth after you throw up just bile. <laughs> How dare you put that in my brain. Doesn't it? No, it tastes like hearty grape juice. Tastes like, you know when you've been throwing up for too long and then you throw up nothing? Tastes like oh, that. Yeah, and it hurts so bad. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. No, it's I yummy. can't imagine throwing this up. Imagine throwing this up. <laughs> it would be so It would hurt sour. so bad. Especially if you, like, got up into your nose, how it does sometimes. Ow. No, it's good. Dude. No, it's like a warhead. It's good. Why is it so sour? Mm. It tastes wrong. It tastes rotten. I like it. I'm going to a book fair tomorrow. With your friends? With my Five friends! Days. Oh my god. I know. She so a good. social butterfly lately. Well, it's just the same group of friends. There's one member of the group that is genuinely a saint. They put together all the activities and they just invite the That's people. And it's really nice. They're literally a godsend. It's like, it's so amazing. I'm going to trivia night on Monday, too. Wow. Yeah. That's so normy of you. I know, it's gonna be so fun. I'm gonna have fun. Yay. But I literally talked to the psychiatrist about them. I was like, I keep hanging out with them, but I don't feel like a human connection. And she was like, uh-oh. Oh. I hate when my psychiatrist says, uh-oh. Yeah. I'll be fine, surely. 
We'll both be fine. Everything's gonna be fine. We have fun activities planned for today. Yeah, we do. So that's Do we have anything about your week that you need to catch on before we go to our activity? Um, just a lot of crying. Uh I had a panic attack last week, not this week. Huge. Um Um I already talked about the goat. Mm, that's it. That's all I got. Casual week. All right. Well, we are doing something that is required to do before you, you go to Big Sur together. And we're doing the 36 questions that lead to love. I don't really understand. Do we both answer them? I guess. I mean, I don't know what the question. She hasn't showed me the questions. She was like, you don't, you don't need the questions. I'm going to read you the questions. So I have no idea. Can asking each other a structured set of questions really help two people fall in love? That's the premise behind the famous 36 questions that lead to love, an experiment popularized by a viral essay and inspired by real psychological research on how intimacy forms. Today, people are bringing the quiz with them on first dates. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's insane. That's insane. And marriage therapists assign this activity to couples looking to emotionally reconnect. What? Okay, the so-called 36 questions to fall in love are set questions developed by 1990s by psychologists. I bet I'm better than this. I bet I don't fall in love. Yeah, I also <laughs> bet that we don't fall in love. At I the bet we podcast. don't. If yep. we do, though, how romantic. <laughs> how do you tell your boyfriend? How do you tell your boyfriend, wait a second, I'm in love with Cutie. I know two couples that have done that gasp yeah i had two friends in high school and their moms coached the soccer team the girls soccer team and they left their husbands for each other dude my sister had that happen with her volleyball team her two assistant coaches fell in love with each other left their it husbands happens, man it happens okay well optimism uh if two strangers can develop an intimate connection just from asking each other a series of increasingly personal questions we're the strangers. Experience, experiment became massively popular after New York Times uh, published the essay in 2015 about her experience with an acquaintance whom she went on to marry. Fake. Staged. Dude, I'm just going to start. I'm going to keep these questions in my pocket. I'm going to go places. I'm going to get people to fall in love with me. Sure, worth a shot. But I'm confused. Do we both answer them? Yes, I think so. I mean, I don't know the questions, cutie. You know the questions. It just seems selfish if you're on a first date and you're like, you ask a question and you're like, by the way, here's my answer. No, I can't be the only one answering the questions. That's insane. Okay, we both answer. Okay. it's There's a set one, a set two, and a set three. Each has 12 questions in it, adding up to 36 questions. You're going to fall in okay. love with me so hard. It's going to be so awkward. All right. I'm yeah, ready to go. <laughs> All right. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want to be want as a dinner guest? Oh my god, these they're going to be so stupid, stupid questions. They are going to be I stupid. I hate this question. Yeah, we'll answer it. A dinner guest? Yeah. Um Um I don't know, someone like super rich so I could Manipulate them into donating to all this. Yeah, you go to dinner with them, and then you ask them these 36 questions, and then they and then fall, they fall in, love in love with, love with me, and then they donate to uh, all this. That's so huge. So they have to be rich. So, Bill Gates. He's dead. No, that's Steve Irwin. Steve Gates. <laughs> Jobs. Steve Jobs is dead. 
Bill Gates is. Uh, That's well, my answer. Well, Bill available. Gates and I get a Dude, donation to Alves because you I do pay for Elon Musk because I think he's more of a yuck. Okay, we hate him. Hate that okay. guy. Uh, I would go to dinner with market. Taylor Swift and ask her the thirty-six okay. questions, and she'd fall in love with me. She is Gage, potentially. Potentially. All right, easy peasy. It's gonna be great. Um, two. Would you like to be famous? <laughs> <laughs> um, is that it? That's the question. And in what way? Uh, if you say yes. Um, would I like to be famous? My answer is complex, but the short answer is yes. Uh, and that is because then more people will listen to me. Like if I was as famous as damn, Robert Irwin, she wants power. You Bindi hear that, Irwin? Illuminati? <laughs> if I was famous as the Irwins, then I could do way more conservation education, and that's big. Yeah, then you could but shut also, down the tiger rings. But also, frick, being famous. Yeah, frick it. It's cringe. I think you? I don't like even the ounce of fame that i have in my niche internet but you're corner. rich but i'm rich and so i would give it all up to be more rich um would you like to be famous also I... because she's rich what? she can't not like being famous true i deserve it um would you like to why would you would you like to be famous i would like to be famous only if i was taylor swift <laughs> why doesn't taylor she, swift have it really bad too yeah she has it arguably the worst um because at least if i was ta like right now i freaking am like here's a here's a stupid little cake stupids great who gives a <laughs> taylor swift is like here's this beautiful story i hope you feel some solace in this and then and that's beautiful yeah and everyone loves it and, loves and when her. you break up with someone they hate that person and that's kind of hype if i broke up with ludwig right now everyone would hate me <laughs> yeah relatable sister oh. yeah don't do that. <laughs> Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say? Yeah. Why? Um, if I'm making like a business call, or like, I don't, it's I don't rehearse like what I'm going to say for the whole call, but I definitely rehearse like my intro or like. Hey, I'm calling about blank and blank because I got a voicemail from blank and blank. Like, yeah, I think about that before I call them. I don't because if I think about it, I won't call them. <laughs> so I just wing it and usually fuck up. Wow. But it's endearing. Oh. <laughs> there you go. What would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day? Perfect day. Um, a perfect day for me. Let's walk through it, shall we? Uh, number one. Uh, wake up early. I would want to wake Ugh, up at like yuck. like seven thirty eight. In uh -huh. a clean bed. I mm, want my bed to be clean. That's a good one. And I want it to be a nice day outside. And I want the sun to be shining. No clouds. Okay. And then I go outside and then I give lettuce to my chicken coop. And they <laughs> wow. love it. They're really excited. And my dogs don't harass them when I do it. And then I feed all my animals and then I clean my ferret's cage fully. So it's beautiful, and they love it all day. And then I eat breakfast, and I drink a smoothie. Um, and then I sit outside for like an hour. Maybe soaking in the nature, maybe on TikTok. I don't know. Oh. And then 
I go so do rounds at the sanctuary uh-huh. and uh, check on all the animals, and they're all doing really good, and they're all really happy. And then it's my boyfriend's day off, so he's there the whole time. But not, like, with me the whole time, just, like, on the property. Available. <laughs> yeah, just around. And then we go get lunch away from the property, and I get a milkshake, and then we come back. And then I hang out with my horse. I was literally going to say I get some work done. That's really sad. <laughs> um, yeah. But it feels really good. So I do a little bit of computer work. And then I take a bath. I don't have a bathtub. But I would take a bath. I would make dinner. You're making dinner in your perfect day? You're not like... Yeah, I want to make it. Okay. But I want the kitchen to be clean before and after without me having to clean anything. Wow, okay. And I make it, and then I eat it, and it's really good, and I'm really excited, and then I watch really TV, and then go to sleep early. Wow, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> My perfect day, I wake up. I don't have depression. Too realistic, I think. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yours is not realistic. <laughs> Mine is not realistic. I wake up. I don't have depression. I'm 10 pound lighter. It's awesome. <laughs> I'm able to run. I just go for a run because I want to. And I like am not out of breath the whole time. Yeah. And as I'm running, Taylor Swift pulls up and she's like, oh my gosh, want to get breakfast? And I'm like, sure. We go to breakfast together. She's like, you know what? I think you're cool. Do you want to come on tour with me? And I'm like, if I can bring my animals. And she was like, of course. I bring them. And then I... F- and then Ludwig comes too because <laughs> I I forgot about him and it made me feel bad because you had your boyfriend with you the whole time and so he was Ludwig just around comes. yeah Ludwig is he just comes to like some of the things but he also respects my alone time with Taylor yeah um right. and then I have pizza with like lots of cheese on it and ice cream and key lime pie and a burrito I mostly eat but I don't gain any weight from it. And then I cuddle with my dog in a really nice bed that has silk sheets. Clean sheets. Nice, mm-hmm. clean, new sheets. That's my perfect day. Your day was a lot less realistic than mine. I went pretty like, this could happen. I'm not sure how you're supposed to answer these questions. I don't either, but I feel fine about it. I assume if I'm it. on a first date, I'm lying about most things anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> you guys, that's my number one tip for a first date. Lie, lie, lie. Ever, I don't know that I've lied on a first date. I haven't. I probably have. I don't remember. I did once about my age. But the guy also lied about his age. And then reality check, I'm 18. He's 29. Oh. Whoopsie. Well. I told him I was 21 and he said he was 25. We didn't last past the date. He bought me a banana oh, and asked me to eat it. Mm, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was very sweet of him. Um, when did you last sing to yourself? Today in the car. Uh, what about to someone else? I don't sing to other people in person. I've done a, I've done singing streams. I haven't done one in like a couple months, I think. Last time I sang to myself was also today, I think. I was trying to give, oh, I was, 
Yeah, I was doing Taylor talks. I was singing to myself. Uh, to someone else, probably the last time I did voice lessons, which was like two months ago. Hmm. If you were able... I don't see how that question is going to help us fall in love with each other. Shut up. We're falling in love. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, what would you want? Wait, what? The mind? If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60... That means you're living until 150? No. You live oh. until 90, but... At 30, you get to decide if you want your body yeah. or your mind. Yeah. Which well, one do you want? Okay, complicated question because I want to be more wise than I will be at 30 years old. But I want the, like, the pliability of a 30-year-old mind until I'm 90. I would take that over an active body. I would not want my mind right now. I need it to be changed. That's fair. <laughs> so I'm going to have to go with, uh, well, uh, the body, the brain has to be able to change. So I would retain, okay. you either retain the mind. So I guess I'd retain the body. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wait, you're retaining what? The mind. So you're... You're keeping your brain, but yeah. your your body or but your body's getting old. Yes. Okay. Cool. 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 Oh, I hate this next question. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? Oh, you hate that question. I don't like that. A secret hunch? I hate that. No, I, I don't know that it's a. I don't know if I've ever talked about. I don't know if it's a secret. Well, it's time to talk about it now. We're falling in love. Whine about it. Um. I could absolutely see myself dying young in a tragic accident. I, I don't, I don't Christ. like, I don't get anxious about it. Uh huh. But like, I have thoughts a lot about like headlines. Like, I'll be driving and then just think like that I'll just die, you know, or like that I'll get in a plane crash and I'll die. And it doesn't give me anxiety like it gives you because I know it actually like, you get scared of those things. I don't get anxious. I could just see it happening. One of the funniest thing I have this friend Ben. He wrote for the uh, he wrote for the Streamer Awards. He's really really funny. Um, unless he's watching this, then Ben, you aren't funny. Get over yourself. Anyway, Ben is super funny and we're going on a hike and it was a big group of us and, uh, Bjergsen was one of the people there and we were talking about like mountain lions and Ben was like, if we die, it's going to be like cutie Cinderella and Bjergsen get, get killed by mountain lions. Also, there were other people there. Yeah. <laughs> it was very funny. It was very funny. I would like to make a note here. This is the worst wine that we've ever had. I don't think so. I think I like so. it. No, you don't. Mm. Me when I'm 21 <laughs> with my fellow 21-year-old. I don't think it's that bad. It's growing on me. It's sour. I don't like it. Okay, what's your hunch? I This is going to I don't. Suck. This is going to be triggering for me. So instead, I'm just going to say... I'm going to go into... I have a feeling that I'm going to go to a zoo... And my scarf is going to blow off into the orangutan exhibit. And I'm going to need it because I'm attached to things. I've always had an attachment to material items. And I'll go into it and I'll think that I can handle the orangutans. And then they'll tear me apart. Orangutan. Um, maybe you do have ADD. Why? I don't know. It just seems... That was just... Random. I'm quirky and random. Oh. Sometimes silly. We're falling in love. Okay, huge. Next. 
I love when people say that they're quirky and random and sometimes silly. Thank you. I don't like this. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. This podcast. <laughs> oh, us? Yeah. Yeah, this podcast, vaginas, and... True. Um, Eyebrows. Huge. Yeah. So much. I couldn't say butterflies because you don't have any. You're gonna make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what... For what in your life do you feel most grateful? <laughs> You're smiling? I'm- okay, I'm smiling because my answer is gonna be so- my answer is so- Do you want the honest answer or should I make one up? Just give the honest answer, we're falling in the love The honest here. answer is gonna really trigger you and make you really sad. Why? Go for it. Because the first thing that came to my mind was my mom. Well, well, well. I'm, no, I'm talk sorry. about it. Talk about it. How cool is she? I'm sorry. She's so cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> and why are you grateful for her? The, I can't. I don't want to keep answering this. It's just making me sad. How are we supposed to fall in love? <laughs> I, um, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a, I've gotten closer to my mom since I moved out of the house like since yeah I moved, like went, went away to college when most people get closer to their moms right yeah um and it's just a it's just a really good constant um it's nice I'm very i grateful am grateful for my dog swift <laughs> Swift's pretty cool he's so great i love him anyway if you were to change anything about the way you were raised what would it be Um, my parents both worked full-time in tech, and I wish that there were less babysitters growing up, probably. Yeah. I wish that we had babysitters. Oh. <laughs> I was just left alone. <laughs> oh. Uh, I wish my parents weren't divorced. That would have been lovely. That'll do. That would have been a lovely experience, I think. I would still be Mormon. I, God? I would have stayed Mormon. Your, your mistake. Should have kept them together. Oh. If he kept them together, yeah. I would have stayed warm and I promised him. Hmm. I remember when Interesting. my parents got divorced, I folded my arms that night and I said, Dear Heavenly Father, thank thee for this day. Thank thee for my house. Thank thee for my siblings. However, my parents are getting divorced. They had just told me, if you help them not get divorced, I will love you forever. So clearly he didn't want it. <laughs> clearly Damn. me and God need to answer these 36 questions about each other. Yeah. That's yeah. tough. It's okay. I turned out fine. <laughs> fine. Ah, oh, this is miserable. I think we've made a mistake. This was your idea. I have nothing to do with this, so it's not my fault. Uh, take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. This has to be the worst first date in the entire world. How about we do 60 seconds? Okay. I'll Time set a timer. It. Okay, she's setting a timer. Ready? Yep. Set. Go. All right. I was born and raised in California. I was born on a farm. Born. I was not born out on a farm. I yeah. grew up on a farm. Um, it was a hobby Ooh. farm. No commercial ag. Uh, grew up around animals my whole life. Went to college. Studied agriculture. Um, you skipped fell in love all with of exotics high school, in college. Okay. Then it doesn't matter. Um, then 
moved to Texas and founded a uh, animal sanctuary for conservation. Now I'm a conservationist and I'm a co-host on Wine About It. Um, and that's it. Actually, I'm done. That was 32 seconds. That's all it takes. <laughs> that's your life story. That's what you would, that's what you tell first date. You'd be like, check out my podcast. You're a podcast, bro. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Go look at Wine About It. It's really good. Go subscribe don't forget to the Patreon. To, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to the Patreon where you can learn more about animals and Taylor Swift. Kay. Okay. Well, I get 60 seconds. I'm setting a timer. Okay. Ready, set, go. Alright. Well, I was born in Washington on a rainy night in June. And my parents were happy then. They loved each other. Fast forward eight years they no longer love each other they have divorced and i am the youngest child so i am abandoned by both of them whether they would like it or not but then my stepmom the first time i met her she brought ben and jerry's fish food over and i thought that was kind of cool because we could never afford ben and jerry's and then i was like dad where'd you get all this ben and jerry's because there was so much of it and he was like a truck rolled over full of ben and jerry's and we got all this ben and jerry's and i was like that is so sick but I didn't even like the flavor fish food. But then I watched Miss Congeniality with my mom. And uh, in Miss Congeniality, she asked for a pint at the bar. Um, Sandra Bullock, who's really hot, she asked for a pint and he gives her cookie dough, which is really my favorite flavor of Ben and Jerry's. Um, I think I'm Time's almost up. out. Yeah, okay. Well, I got pretty far into she it. She got to eight years old. But now you know awful. how much I love Ben and Jerry's. What? <laughs> Fish food was um, my favorite ice cream flavor in 2018. What's even in it besides little fishes? Little fudge fishes and like caramel, I think, and fudge. It sounds pretty good now as an adult. It's good. I was just, I didn't like it as a kid. Oh. Probably because my stepmom gave it to me. Ew, yuck. <laughs> um, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? any yeah i want to talk to animals wow i want to know what they want i would either want to be able to fly myself as a human or i would want normal levels of serotonin <laughs> that'd be so sick <laughs> that's fair that's fair and that that's was good. set that's one a good, that's a good wish honestly it's actually really responsible of you yeah yeah well it, honestly if i had normal levels of serotonin i could probably go on airplanes anyway Maybe. so the flying dream yeah kind of cool all right that was set one do you feel differently about me yet no really <laughs> this is not going as planned no okay cool i feel the same okay we're moving on to set two okay if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Um, what do I want to know? Probably who I end up with. Damn, okay. Because I don't think I can... It would be very hard for me to do another breakup. Uh -oh. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I would just want to know now. So you so you could just look for freaking Bill or whatever? Yeah. If it's Bill. 
Yeah. Or just chill out if it's Caleb. Yeah. What about you? I would... Want to know if you ever feel in your body again? Yeah, that'd be so sick. <laughs> yeah, is that'd your, be hype. Is that your answer? I think so. I don't know how... I don't know what else I'd want to know, because the future would stress me out. Would you want to know when you're going to die? No! I would. Oh. Why? So I can get everything done that I need to before then. Ugh, I'd just be so stressed every day until then. Yeah, I think I'd feel fine. Unless it was really soon, then I'd be really sad, but I'd, I'd want to know. Okay, is, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? Why haven't you done it? No. I've dreamed of going to Paris... And I haven't done it because I'm afraid of airplanes. <laughs> Can't get there. Can't get there. Without the airplane. Uh, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? Alvaeus. I guess. I have a nonprofit. It's it's a big time. I'm proud of it. Um. Uh. <laughs> I don't know biggest accomplishment of your life i think it's cool that people paid me to make their wedding cakes you're not gonna say like streamer awards i feel like streamer awards is so like is it even a big deal yeah really <laughs> yeah i guess the streamer awards then if, if other people <laughs> think it's a big deal no wedding cakes are cool man that's fine it's in people's photos that they have for the rest of their life that is cool that is cool yeah, streamer awards. Eventually, I'll be irrelevant. No one will show up. Yeah, but the vods are still up. True, and they have a million views, which is nothing yeah. compared to Ludwig spinning a wheel. Yeah, well, yeah, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. You should spin a wheel. That's great on YouTube. Uh, it gets about a hundred k for me. That's my content. Everybody steals my content. Spinning wheels. Um. What do you value wheel. most in friendship? What do I value most? Yeah. Um, reliability. Like, I want to know that they'll be there if I need them, and that if I don't talk to them, that it's just going to be, like, consistent. That they'll just be there. I value support. I don't have a good support system. Okay, rude. Hello. Well, you're the only one, and that's a lot of pressure for you. <laughs> I'm also far away. You're also far away. Um, what is your most treasured memory? When I was in preschool, my brothers used to come and put the bikes away. They were preteens, and I thought I thought it was so cool that they would my show up. Were there? Yeah, and they were there, and then everyone thought I was cool because I had cool older brothers. Um, treasured memory. Uh, probably when I, I used to get home from work, uh, when I worked at, in retail, I'd get home really late at night and my mom would always call me and ask me to pick her up McDonald's on the way home. And then I'd go in her room and we would just chit chat and eat French fries together. That's cute. That's probably that. Um, what's your most terrible memory? Mine's a good one. 
Same. Mine's good. <laughs> we say the first thing that popped into our head on three. Ready? Wait, wait. Should I answer for you? Yeah. Do you want me to answer for you? Yeah. Okay. On three. Ready? One, two, three. When your mom Rape. died. Yeah. <laughs> I dabbed on it though, so it was cool. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing. Nothing beats mom dying. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Good friends. If you knew, why do they ask, why is this a question on here? If you knew in one year that you would die suddenly, what would you change about the way you are now living? I call all members of my family more. I would stop streaming. Oh. Perma. I would not stream anymore. It's Same. not worth the mental. Me too. And I would work more yeah. on arts and crafts. I would make, time. like, one documentary that I was super proud of, of all the animals here, and then I would set them up in really good places for the rest of their lives. That would be it. I would spend the whole year just filming. Yeah. What does friendship mean to you? What? I don't understand that Mine question. is Mine's easy, because I've always had this pretty high um, quantifier for friends. I hate when people use the word friends lightly. Like, I, I, I don't know why it irks me so much, but when people are like, oh, yeah, she's my friend. Like, Pokimane. Pokimane's oh. my friend. Pokimane is not my friend. Pokimane is my coworker. Pokimane <laughs> is title. my acquaintance. Yeah, Pokimane is that's not my the, friend. That's the Twitter clip. Yeah. Pokimane is not my friend. <laughs> Pokimane is not my friend. I would call her an acquaintance. I would call her a coworker. I'd call her someone I'm friendly with. She's not my friend. I don't consider someone a friend unless I can call them crying. Oh, that's that's pretty extreme. I think a lot I of know. people would say a lot less than that. That's like a close friend or like a best friend. No, that's what I consider a friend. I'm not calling you a friend unless I feel like I can talk to you about anything. I've just been burned too many times. It's not worth it. It's not worth my time. Alright. Fair. What about you? Uh, I have a much looser definition of friends. Um, I don't consider... I don't I, I won't go through it but there are very few people in the industry that I consider my friends um you should name each person in the industry ever and say who you hate and who you don't that that's for <laughs> patreon huge um I I don't know my answer there's no way to answer it without just being corny I don't know somebody who's like there for you and you're there for them and you care about them and you know you bond hang out you're so rich your social life i don't know okay that's fine what roles do love and affection play in your life i am phys both physically okay in relationships and romantic relationships i'm physically uh -huh. affectionate but more verbally affectionate um i'm not physically affectionate in friendships um and i am but I am verbally affectionate in friendships. I think I'm pretty alright at that. Um, and then love. There, I only say love you to my partner and my family. I don't say that. Yeah, I don't friends. say love you to... I don't even say it to my family. I only say it to my partner. I say it to all my family nowadays. Um, it's probably a better but, thing to do. Yeah, it's good. I, I do think... love a lot of people. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't love a lot of people. I... I love all the people, like, that work at Alveus, you know, and and stuff, and my my team and stuff, but not people that you guys are thinking of, not in the industry. I don't love them. I love Pokimane, personally. 
Yeah, she's my friend. She's my friend. Um, I what rolls do? Doesn't love your infection. Twitter bio say Pokimane's friend? No, I took it out because one of her stalkers was going crazy on me. Oh, and I was like, okay, I'm not her friend. Sorry. <laughs> my God. That's why she backpedaled for this. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, what roles do love and affection play in your life? I think they play minimum roles in my life. I don't think they play a large role in my life. I think I'm a very hardened off girl. Are you physically affection? You're not physically affectionate in friendships. No. Or in relationships. I am in relationships. I think I'm more affectionate than Ludwig. Like, I want to cuddle and he won't cuddle and it makes me sad. Oh. Cancel him. Cancel him. Um, okay. Altern alternate sharing something you consider. Oh, this is going to suck. Uh, I just had to do this with my therapist. My therapist made me ask three people in my life wh why they like me. <laughs> and I could Can only ask again? Maya. <laughs> I actually, Did I was only ask me. Really? Yeah, I couldn't ask Ludwig. I got too shy. I don't know. That's I felt embarrassed. Bizarre. I know. And then I didn't have a third person. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I could have asked Ben, I guess. Ben. I did answer. Can I just give you the answer that I texted you? No, we have to alternate alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. We have to sh we have to alternate and we have to share a total of 5 items. So, I will start. I think you are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be funny. I'm sorry. Okay, I have a better one. I think <laughs> I think you are a hard worker. I like that you are a hard worker. See, my first one was that you that you get things done. So it's kind of the same thing. Um, okay. I I like that you take care of animals so much cuz it makes me feel less guilty cuz it's it's like I have someone doing it so I don't have to do it. <laughs> I'm like, I got it covered. I care about the environment a lot too. Okay, um, you, uh, are a feminist and you make me feel like, uh, go women. I like that you are, uh, um, uh, you are a healer, I think. You, oh, you like to find flaw. wounded, it is your biggest flaw, but it's also your, <laughs> one of your biggest positives. You collect wounded species. <laughs> and you heal them as at least you try and i am one of those wounded species cheers um cheers. um you're very nurturing you take care of people around you very well you feed them and bake them things and make I them feel good i like how creative you are you're funny i like that you're a good listener um and tell me i want it to be a good i'm not trying really hard to think about it i want it to be a good one because it's the last one. Oh, okay, okay. now i feel bad okay. that mine was listener no that's fine okay um oh whenever i tell you shit i can tell you the most foul shit ever like back of the brain shit and i'm not worried about you being like yikes you're you're you understand yeah, I'm not judgmental. Respond. You don't. Ju thank you. You don't judge me when I say crazy shit. No, no. It's good. It's cathartic. Oh, that's nice. Wow, look at us. We're falling in love. Wow. All right. How close and warm is your family? Oh, 
Do you feel question. your childhood was happier than most other people's? I do feel that way. Um, my parents are very happy. They're wonderful people. They supported everything that me and all my siblings have done. Like, through and throughout. Even though we've all taken very different paths. They're amazing. I love them both very much. Um, so yeah, it was great. And I grew up around animals, which I love. So like, can't really go wrong there. Um, What's interesting is I think childhood does this thing where childhood is just so euphoric. You just don't have any cares in the world until yeah. one day you abruptly get shot in the face with them. Um, but it's interesting because uh, even though in my childhood I dealt with a lot of shit, I also think my childhood wasn't wasn't that bad. But maybe because it's all you ever know, right? Mm -hmm. I think, like, we were able to, like, ride our bikes everywhere and, like, run around the neighborhood and, like, it wasn't really a safe neighborhood, but, like, no one got, like, I, my parents didn't get mad at us very often, and even though we didn't have much, it was still, like, it felt, like, communal that we didn't have much, and we were more, I think we were more grateful than most kids, especially when I went into, like, junior high and I saw how ungrateful kids, like, the rich kids would be. It made me almost happy that I grew up the way I did. Um... But I don't know. I doubt it was happier than others, but I don't even know how to gauge that because I was just so happy as a kid, even though I was dealing with all That's sorts fair. of stuff, you know? So I don't know. I think I think childhood has this brainwashy effect. It's just like, childhood's so dope. Being yeah, a kid is. is so dope. Yeah. Not Ugh. having responsibilities or, like, things so to sick. fix about yourself because they're not broken yet. Or existential crises. Yep. <laughs> so Pretty sick. sick. It's very, uh, kids are very good about, about living in their present moment, I think is like the difference. I think yeah. kids don't have the ability to like think about, oh, what am I going to do in five years? It, it's just like not a thing that they think about. Yeah. Kids are cool. Um, my family used to be close and warm. Uh, but you know, stuff happens. Oh my God. <laughs> Last question of set two. Question number 12. <laughs> I should have pre-read these. You didn't pre-read them? No, I didn't. Clearly. That's insane. How how do you feel about your relationship with your mother? <laughs> Owie. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's going to make me feel worse or better to go first. <laughs> I'll go first. Okay. Um, I love my mother. Uh, uh -huh. She is like the pinnacle to me of strong independent woman like uh -huh. gets her done i look up to her a lot she helps me with everything she's also very warm and i would love to be like her one day and we're very close um my mom never calls <laughs> that's really messed up never writes i haven't that's heard really from her in up. years uh i would say a bit of a strained relationship at this point <laughs> Um, it used to be good. I used to have a great relationship with my mother. I think she's the bestest friend I've ever had in the whole wide world. Uh, but what can you do? All right, set three. Okay. Whew. So now it gets deeper. Whew, supposedly. God, okay. ask me one more dead mom question, why don't you? Now we're going to fall in love. Now we're going, we're getting deep. Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling... Okay. I will go. 
We podcast. are. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. We both hope that none of these clips of anything we ever say are put on Reddit. Good one. You oh, you want to alternate? Yeah, we have to. It says alternate. We have a podcast. No, it doesn't. You already said that one. Right, so it's my one. Ugh. I have to do three. Okay. So. We both have perfectionism <laughs> complexes. Damn it. True. Said. Yes. I should have said We both groups. have issues with toxic productivity and feed off of each other and it makes it worse. We both think we will not fall in love answering these 36 questions. Yeah. Um, and we uh, both could take Snooki in a fight. True. Snooki, I always say that. <laughs> All right. Complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. My responsibilities. <laughs> I wish, I wish, this is something my ex-boyfriend used to say to me. He, because he never understood anxiety. He, he just, he was, had good brain. Um, I wish you had a USB in your body that you could just, like, take it out and plug it into someone else. So you don't else. have to explain it to everybody? Yes. Yeah, that'd be sick. That's what I wish I could share. I wish I, I wish I could share my perspective. I wish I could share my... That answer's way better I than I wish mine. I could just plug it in, you know? Mine is, I... I have too much work and I have trouble delegating because of the perfectionism complex. And I wish that I had two of me and someone that I could genuinely share responsibility with. Actually, you're the closest thing I've ever had to be able to do that with. Like, I, I really, like, I feel fine about wanting about it, you know? I'm not feeling like yeah, I'm Yeah, everything gets done. Yeah. Everything but gets with, done eventually. Yeah, but I wish I could, like, split all my responsibilities with somebody and, like, feel okay about it. All right. If you were going to become a close friend with your partner. Oh, so you and me, we're partners. Okay. Please share what would be important for him or her to know. I've got trauma. <laughs> and I make jokes about it. And if it makes you uncomfortable, I'm sorry. Um... I come off really dry and like i don't care but i do good answers okay tell your partner what you like we already did this tell your partner what you like about them be very honest this time saying things you might not say to someone you've just met well we i feel like we skipped we this one did this. yeah we already did this and we've already met i think this is for when you don't meet people share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life I made a joke in sixth grade and it flopped. I, I I was, people went, get this, my class went on a field trip to my house because I lived on a farm. So uh -huh. they came, they all came to my house to meet all the animals at the farm. And I said in front of the class that if I sprayed bug spray around my house, if the boys would stay away and nobody laughed. <laughs> That's so cringe of you. Yeah bad 
I have quite a few, but the one standing out in my mind was about this guy. Timmy. Who I had a crazy crush on. I was so in love with him in like... ninth grade or something. No, this was like 10th grade. And we were all at my my guy friend Ryan's house. We were all at Ryan's house and it's like we used to play Halo together and blah, blah blah and a bunch of other girls came over and we started playing Truth or Dare and I had a crush on Timmy and Timmy had a crush on me but we were both socially awkward and didn't know what to do. And um and so we were playing Truth or Dare and they dared me to pole dance with Timmy as the pole. <laughs> that's crazy and i think i blacked it out <laughs> how old were you i i i said i had to have been like a i had to have been like 15 i think yeah, yeah. that's cringe embarrassing yeah that's tough yeah in front of everybody i don't remember it i really don't i i, I think i've convinced myself that i didn't do it fine when did you cry last in last front night. of another person last night <laughs> what about by yourself yesterday afternoon uh i cried last two nights ago in front of ludwig because i was sad about dissociating and sometimes i try to force myself to cry because it's the only 10 seconds that i feel like a human um and then this morning when I was talking to the psychologist, psychologist also telling her that I'm stressed that I'll never be normal. Mm -hmm. Woohoo. Um, um, this is, says, tell your partner something you like about them already. I think this is all just showering in compliments and that's how you fall in love, which yeah, we, we're fine with that. Um, what if anything is too ser serious to be joked about? Uh, I think mm. it depends on the person. Let's just say between between us. Is there anything that's off limits to joke about? For us, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've made all the good ones. I think I think nine eleven is okay to joke about now. But I think the only thing I can think of it is... also isn't <laughs> right. My brother's gay and was, like, super hardcore bullied, and if someone made a joke about that, I would not think it was funny. I'd be pissed. What kind of joke would you make about that? I don't know. I'd be like, your brother was so gay. <laughs> I, I don't even he know. He deserved just, it. That, that's the only thing that I could, yeah, that I would be, like, pissed about if someone made a joke. I'd be like, this is not funny. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know what the joke would be, but Prezzo could do it, and I don't think you'd be mad. If it was about my brother in particular, I would be. If it was really, about even him, if Prezzo did it, yeah. Wow, Prezzo, watch out. Watch yourself. <laughs> he doesn't watch this. You're right. Um, oh my gosh! If we were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? I think there's a lot of people I'd want to say that I'm sorry to. And that, like, I miss them. I don't I'm have a big... anyone to say I'm sorry to or that I miss them too. I write people off my whole life. 
whenever and like my best friend i've just well she was also mean so i don't know maybe <laughs> maybe i don't miss her i don't know but maybe i do but like maybe i maybe i would just miss when i was her friend i don't know who knows maybe i i don't know i guess i, I don't I've done know all my apologies that i'd want to make i don't miss anybody i tell the people that i love that i love them Okay, well, I guess you're perfect. <laughs> I actually, I don't think I have anything. I don't know. I guess I could give, like, a speech to my sister. Or my mom. But it feels unnecessary. They know. Alright, well. Your house containing everything you own catches on fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save one item. What would it be and why? One item. My mom's cookbook. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, like, my social security card just because it sounds like it'd be a bitch to replace. Yeah, that's fair. That's a good one. That's a good one. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find the most disturbing? My mom. Uh, my mom. <laughs> Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Ask your partner to reflect to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. I don't like that one. We're done! <laughs> we did Yay! it! Yay! We're in love! Are we in love? That's stupid. That Can is I just put stupid. that out there? That There's is no not way that work. works. Yeah, I just want you guys to know, if you go out and try to do that, it's not gonna work. You have to be, like, both high on weed. Uh, high on weed, guys. Get high on weed. Yeah, I get high on weed and then do it. I, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't think that would work. And this I don't says, feel at the end of the night, I felt as if I knew the guy better than I know my best friend. While I didn't fall head over heels in love that night, I wouldn't mind getting to know this person better. Do, you have, do we have a second date? I don't know yet. <laughs> I mean, like... Yeah, it's fair to, to feel like you know that person on another level. Yeah, because you're talking about Chatters or YouTube commenters, are we dating? Do you guys love me? Are we dating now? Ew! No. Ah! No. No. Never That's trust it. a narcissist because they love me. Da-da-da-da-ba-da-da. They can make it look oh so easy. Taylor Swift. It's a oh. good song. Um, alright, well that's our episode. We decided to try that. It's definitely not our normal episode. I thought it'd be interesting. I don't think it was. It was. No, it was fine. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Alright. Well, we've done it. We made an episode. Yay! Do you love us? So, one- Oh, I should have made you rate one out of ten before the episode started how much you loved me and if it changed. Do you think it's changed? No. Me neither. Sigh. I feel the same. Wait, what? There were a lot of new revelations, but we both cried over things we shared. It felt like real intimacy. It felt like a sign we were going to last. Instead, our relationship barely made it to three months, says Alicia M. Cohen. Yowzer. That's tragic. You know, the only time that I've, like, trauma dumped on a guy that I first met, or that I, like, had that I barely knew... We uh -huh. sat in a car in a parking lot, and he told me about how his dad died, and then I told him all my trauma, and we dated for, like, three months, and that was it. But, 
at the beginning, I was like, holy shit. Like, there's some, like, rush that you get from getting that close to someone so fast. Um, but, yeah. you know, it's fast-burning flame, you know what I mean? It's not always the ticket. It's not always the ticket to the Polar Express, you know what I mean? Cutie and I weren't friends for That only years. comes around Christmas time. Merry Christmas. Beep, beep. Call back. Is that it? That's it. All right, we'll see you next week with hot, juicy gossip. Hooray! We're, we're gonna a talk gossip about everybody channel. Everybody that we hate. Yeah. And Coachella. Maya can tell her stories about what she did at Coachella last year because she didn't go this year. No. <laughs> no, she can't. Not well, because I did anything bad. I didn't do anything. Uh, that's not true. I did do something bad. But I did I'm not allowed bad. to talk about Coachella because it feels so I'm not good. allowed to talk about it. Can we talk about why you can't talk about it? People got mad at me for talking about it because they were normies. Isn't that funny? <laughs> it makes sense. It does make, it make sense. sense. I'm but... just used to being friends with streamers and I, they were not streamers and I talked about it and they freaked out. And so, yeah, that's it. Now she can't talk about it. But do you think they I still watch if you did talk about it? I don't know. And even if they did, would it matter? Because I'm, I don't talk to any of them anymore and I never will. I don't know. But Maybe she'll talk them, about it. Uh, I will not talk about it. She will not talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, Maya respects people. That's exciting. Yay! I didn't go to Coachella, so I don't have a Coachella story. Um, Alright, that's it. We'll see you next week. Don't forget to like and subscribe and check out the Patreon if you want more content. We've got another episode of Jersey Shore and Animal Talks and Taylor Talks coming out Jersey Shore. This week? Alright, see you. Bye. Bye.